It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Terrace here with another Knicks episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, my cousin, pal, the man of the plan, the one and only, the one and only, John Malika. I'm back. Back again. I was back for the Jets episode this week. Now I'm back again for the Knicks episode. It's been a, you know, just had to take a little break on all vacation, but we here. John held it down with our guy and co-host Chip Murphy over at Winning Picks Weekly. Make sure to go check out that podcast. I'll be say I'll say it again when I go through this whole spiel. But look, if you're already here at this point, you already know the deal. If you haven't already done so, please make sure to subscribe. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a review or comment. We're also partnered with Minute Media and FanSize, so you can find this podcast on the Daily Knicks or the Jet Press. We got that YouTube channel. Knicks coming, Jets coming, ETC, Perry, no one writes out, et cetera. That shit's wild. Find the page, subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. And when you watch a video, hit the like button, leave a comment, add to the conversation. We want to know your thoughts and opinions. Look, we got... If you want to call that a report that the Donovan Mitchell uh, trade talks between the Knicks and Utah Jazz has brought up again, even though there's been no progress, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, 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 you're back. The NBA schedule just dropped. Uh, you know, talks are, are are ongoing for Utah and the Knicks. They, they sparked back up. The weather is starting to turn a little bit. Like a tiny bit, like football had the preseason. We're in there. I don't know. I just feel like mm. everybody's coming back to work. Maybe I don't think that there's anything crazy to this. I will, but I I just think everybody sees basketball training camp right around the corner now. Now that you have the schedule, flights are being booked. I mean, it, it's becoming real now. Are you are you accounting for Donovan Mitchell or not? I mean, we 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 see we'll what, get into that. We'll we see get what the NBA. That. We see what the NBA says. So. Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But also, while you're over at that YouTube channel, we got another podcast, Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, our guy and co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go through every sport possible. NBA, PJ, NFL, MLB, you name it. They got you covered. MLS. It doesn't matter. If you could put money down on the line, these guys got you covered. So make sure to go check them out. Right now we're doing the college football conferences uh then mm-hmm. we're going to jump into nfl division so that's where we're at right now you guys uh, did the pac-12 last week pac-12 last week uh we got uh, a couple ones running down the mill uh for this week it's going to be fun man i uh i'm i'm more i think this is the most time i've ever been for a college football season interesting and now we had the divisions coming up because nfl is right around the corner mm-hmm. parlay playoff game uh, teams to make the playoffs. Things are happening right now uh, with football. So as I said, uh, the weather's starting to turn. The clock's starting to turn. NBA GMs, owners see it, that things are real. NFL rosters starting to get cut down to 53 soon. Man, I'm ready. We're so ready at, over at the, uh, Winning Picks Weekly. So definitely check that out over there. Uh, as you said, Chip Murphy, 
video producer Greg, who's on with us on the Jets episodes. Yeah, man, I'm ready. I'm ready for the fall, dude. I'm ready for the gauntlet. World Cup coming up, too? Yo, let's go. I'm already throwing those parlays in, man. Let's go. Yeah. Well, I'm joking with the group parlays, with the conferences, with the divisions, or the make the playoffs in the NFL. Things are happening right now. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You name it, we're there. You can see that John's ready just to talk about sports today. He's ready to get into it. He didn't even want me to finish the 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 intro. He didn't want me to finish to go down down the script. He said, no, 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 no. I got, I got opinions on Donovan Mitchell. Guys are back in the office. We need to see what's going on. Look, he's betting. He's getting ready for college football. He's getting ready for the NFL for betting. Look, man, before you know it, this guy's going to be ready for NBA betting because that's also around the corner. Look, he's talking about training camp. Training camp's in September, October. We're, that's, that's right, coming right down the pipe, man. It's coming right down the pipe. So let's get into this, man. How you doing though? How you feeling? How is it? I'm good, man. It's it's easy to be optimistic right now about the Knicks because we don't even know what's coming. Uh, the Jets have already, you know, hurt me, and I'm already I already have to, you know, pull the pull the plug on super optimism with the Jets, and now kind of have to bring it all back, ready back to reality. We haven't even played a regular season game yet. And then when Whoa. it comes down to the Yankees, dude, I, we're imploding so fast. I'm, I, this might be the most historic implosion of any team, let alone baseball team, I've ever seen. I don't need, I don't need to see the curse of Joey Gallo on my timeline ever again. Stop dude, that right now. He's killing it, man. He's killing it. He another home run yesterday in the Dodgers, and I, I, we haven't gotten a hit in like four games straight up. Where we, well, I think we're two and eleven the last thirteen. But we we haven't gotten hit like straight up three games. We got we, no hit a couple of weeks ago. No one wants to talk about that anymore. Uh, we're making some changes. Got some prospects up. Mm-hmm. And the Mets are Look, coming man. up too. Like we got it's 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 looking it's looking rough out here, man. I'm being honest. Looking tough out here. We got to get it together. It, it, it is, but you know what? I'd rather them get into a slump now and start getting back on their rolling way when it counts in uh, sure. October. You know. So sure. let's see. Let's see, <laughs> sure. man. It's August. August <laughs> blues, I guess. I guess that's what I'm going to put it down for, for the New York Yankees right now. But this isn't the Yankees podcast. This is a New York Knicks podcast. Uh, shout out to you and Chip for holding it down and doing a great job last week. Got to discuss the pro am debacle. Sheesh. What are your thoughts on I'm the pro am? What are your thoughts on the pro am stuff? Ah, man. Let me tell you something. I don't really care that they lost in all honesty. I'm with you where it's like 1%. Like, sure, 1%. They, they, sh- they should have won because you're talking about guys in the NBA. But yeah. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, uh, they're out there to play for people who can't afford to go to MSG, man. Look, you get to go for free to the Bronx, uh, watch Jalen Brunson, Obi Top, and Julius Randle put on a show. Play show together. Skill no sets. less. Yeah. <laughs> First time, all the all of them playing together. I know Randall and Obi are on the same team, but they are rarely in any lineup together. And then you have Brunson, new acquisition for the team. Uh, I don't make too much of it, man. And you know, people don't. I hate that people call the other teams like the nine to fivers, like clocking out of work and stuff like that. Can we give them a little bit more credit? I said this on Knicks Fan TV. These dudes who play internationally, if you play any collegiate basketball, man, or still play some form professionally today. 
you're grinding. You are grinding to try to make the NBA. You're grinding to keep your job as a professional where, wherever you're playing. And for most of these guys who are playing these pro, pro-ams, right? They usually play together throughout most of the summer. So when it comes to this point, they know where everyone's going to be on that roster, right? It's one thing when you play with somebody consistently at a high level and know where they're going to be on the court. Unlike Obi, Randall and Brunson, who it's literally their first times truly playing together for more than, you know, for, for Randall and Obi more than five minutes and for Brunson at all. So I don't make too much of it. I know people are saying, Oh, well, come on, man. You're just, you're just, uh, deflecting. We should be concerned because they couldn't beat these guys. I'm not concerned. Okay. Go. Are you concerned? Like not speaking to you, but speaking to the listeners, are you concerned that LeBron James and DeMar DeRozan lost to one by one point in the Drew League? That's concerning, I guess, if you're LeBron James and you're this and you're, and you're one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Are you concerned about Trey Young and, and Collins losing at a pro-am as well? I mean, it happens, man, but it's the Knicks, so they got to make it more than it actually is. <laughs> Sometimes basketball just comes down to who cares and who wants to win more, to play harder defense on possession to possession, who wants the rebounds more. Who wants to play harder defense? And you know, if I'm if I'm playing against uh, you know college basketball players, let alone NBA players, you know, in a pickup game or in an organized game with my boys, I'm gonna I'm gonna be completely locked in as if this is literally the NBA finals. So that was my take on. Of course, I'd wa- have, rather them have won by fifty. You know what I mean? That would have been fantastic. For sure. And then I'd rather have people be like, "Oh, you care too much." about a dumb game because I'm be hyped that they won by fifth. I'd rather that be the conversation, you know, than where we're sitting at. I admit that. However, I'm definitely not too worried about it. But speaking well, about things that you're not too worried about, man, I, I, I have to know. I, I have to know because you came back, you, you were gone. You, you, you're already back on Knicks fan TV already. This is the first time back on Knicks Jets, et cetera. And of course, man, you were worried about this trade going down when you were on vacation. But no, dude, they waited for you. The second you came back <laughs> to drop, honestly, I'm a big fan of the athletic. You know, we're both we're we're both uh, members of the athletic, happy members. Honestly, we we talk about their articles all the time on this pod and just generally uh, in our group chats. However, this was an article about literally nothing. Literally <laughs> nothing. Absolutely zero no, percent knowledge. From this, except for oh hey, they're talking again because we reported last uh, a couple weeks ago that they haven't talked in a while. Like that was literally a tweet. Like they literally tweeted an article at us. So. They actually did. <laughs> for all and the they naysayers about the athletic, you're right they, on this one for sure. And they made you want to go through a paywall to see what they said, which is criminal. Absolutely, I never criminal. have an issue. I never have an issue with the athletic, especially because it's one dollar. And honestly, they're they're really plugged in, and everything they say for uh, sure. I really, you know, take it as actual reporting. But this time, man, I got to say, it's a, it's a whole lot to do with nothing. But I guess on the positive side, they are talking again. It sounds good. Uh, I'm, I'm, they see the NBA right around the corner. The NBA teams got their schedules out today, like we said at the top here. So I'm excited, dude. I'm excited that the summer's over in their head. And uh, we're, we're trying to get these rosters set, man. It's time, it's, time, it's time to get this rolling. Like they're working out game plans by now. Yeah, and look, 
it's infuriating when you see an article like that. It's look, it's just everyone coming back from vacation as, as jokingly and seriously we're, we're we're discussing that. Look, it's August. People are probably out. It's a long season. All media members, man. All media members now. Yeah, people were out, man. Media members, execs. Look, this is all calculated. If you don't think this is all calculated by, and it, here's the primo example on how why this is all calculated on when they discuss making sure everyone's back so that way it can be reported and whatnot. Remember when Woj got suspended for uh, replying back to a politician? Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. Remember, remember when we were wondering when Tom Thibodeau would be announced as the head coach? What was the main tweet that Woj came back out with? Tom Thibodeau being the head coach. As soon as, as soon as he got off suspension, it was like, not the first tweet, but it was like the third tweet in. Third tweet in when he was not on suspension anymore. He was on suspension for like, I think two to four weeks, somewhere between there. So like, I'm just saying it's calculated where they want to make sure that one, everyone's back in, like back in the office to do these negotiations. Guys were probably out and they want to make sure that people on the media are also back to, you know, announce when this happens as well, but more so that people are, are, are out. And there's another a key aspect to this as well. The guys that need to be traded on the Utah Jazz, because there's no way that they're going in with uh, Pat Bev, uh, Malik Beasley, all these dudes. You have to wait two months after these guys were traded to be eligible to be traded again. That's September. So with September right around the corner. I'm pretty sure they have to wait till December. No, for... I'm pretty sure. December, I'm pretty sure, I'm no, pretty sure December, it's like December 18th December, or something like that. No, December is for newly signed players. You have to wait. If you're, if you're, if you're signed like Marcus Morris, you have to wait until December. But if you're traded, you just have to wait two months until you can trade okay. somebody. Okay. So Pat Bev has to wait the two month clearance. Malik Beasley has to wait the two month clearance. Uh, if it was someone like Mitchell Robinson, you would have to wait until December to trade Mitchell Robinson because he just recently signed. Mm. So. These guys got to wait until September to be to be traded. Uh, I would expect a trade at this point to go in September if it is to happen, uh, which will be around training camp. It'll be right around NBA training camp. I don't see Danny Ainge wanting to keep Donovan Mitchell going into the season just because I think he wants to tank and get the best draft position possible, which is why you also have to wait for the other guys you just traded for from the Minnesota Timberwolves to be cleared, to be traded. But honestly, Tim Foyle had, if, if, if that's what you want to go with, it's honestly better for the Jazz to just be bad until the trade deadline, the Knicks to hopefully be bad with what we have, and then give them, you know, give them slash us, the Knicks, Donovan Mitchell at the trade deadline. That way, the Knicks already have a bad record, and they're not going to be able to pull it all together with barely any practices during the season. With Mitchell, they'll have another bad year, and they do the draft picks. You know what I mean? So honestly, if that's the case, I would wait till the trade deadline. But back on your first point, I, I do think that that Danny Ainge does not want to go into the training camp with Mitchell, and that's why the talk started again because it's time to it's time to get this rolling. I, I don't think he wants that nonsense. Because listen, dude, if somehow miraculously the Knicks start winning games, the price goes down. Like if we win the, the the first couple games on this schedule, the price goes down. We're gonna be like, hey, like, we're good to go. Like we're winning games. If the players are playing well, their stock goes up. So I, I honestly think that it's better if 
Ainge just finishes this up before anything happens, before even training camp goes on. To, I, I really do think that that's the best case scenario for him. For sure. And for the Knicks. And I, and I, and I think that the NBA thinks that's going to happen, to be honest with you, which is why they don't put, they took, I don't think this is all for Gobert, you know, that they, <laughs> that they took out all their primetime games besides one. I think that has a lot to do with the fact that they think Mitchell's going to be gone as well. For sure. And since you like brought it up, you brought the schedule coming up. I think it's a good way to transition into the schedule because we don't need to stay too, too long on Donovan Mitchell. We, nothing's really, we, 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 if you want to go back to previous episodes and hear our thoughts on, we should trade for Mitchell, the cost for Mitchell. We have so many episodes. Just go back and check them out. We're not going to discuss the same thing over and over again unless we get some new news coming through, uh, coming through the, through the feed. So. So yeah, Fournier, Rose, and and three picks. Who says no? <laughs> Danny Age says no. That's who's saying Let's no. Let's get this rolling. Yeah. Before we get into it, I do want to say that I agree with uh, even though I've said this in the past too, I agree with what Stephen A. Smith said today on uh, Uh-oh. you know, I know it's weird when I have to say that. Um, that he's the pride- about the Yankees today, so I I, I don't I'm not really that. feeling Stephen A. at the moment. No, 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 not that, not that. <laughs> Asking for not, Hank Steinbrenner to come out of his not that, not or that. something. He's a weirdo. Not- not that, <laughs> but he did say this Rudy Gobert trade has really messed up the market because now for guys like Kevin Durant and Donovan Mitchell, you're like, obviously Donovan Mitchell, Kevin Durant are va- more valuable players than Rudy Gobert. And so you would want to make, get more in return than what the Jazz got for Rudy Gobert. And other teams have paused because you don't want to trade that many assets and then leave, you know, and then have nothing in return to either go get another player or draft anybody and continues to continue to build your team. So this is where the league is kind of at a standstill because of the Rudy Gobert trade. I do agree with that, but let's get into the schedule, man. Our boy, our boy, Alex from uh bad weather fans who, you know, he was on our episode last time mm-hmm. you were here. He contends that actually it wasn't a fleece. He thinks it was a pretty decent trade for both sides. You know, he was going off about it this morning. So, you know, may, let, let's let's see how that trade works out. Maybe it's not as crazy as we all think it is at, at the moment. I mean, three unprotected picks and a few players that aren't great uh, with a core of Edwards, Townsend, Gobert. I mean, they said the, the, the picks aren't going to be that good if these players actually are good together. I yeah. mean, I think I think that I think that's a pretty good. You know, take on it. And that's the opposite of what people keep saying about the Knicks picks, right? If the Knicks are going to be so bad, so we want their picks. But if we can assemble a good team, maybe they're not going to be so valuable. And honestly, in, in the case of Minnesota, I think this kind of opens up the door for them to trade towns in a couple of years for a, a thousand, you know, for, for, you know, five picks or whatever and recoup all of it and still have Edwards and Gobert. You know what I'm saying? And then a, a whole, a whole fresh start. So I, I think I don't, I don't think it's a horrible trade, and I think that Leon Rose knows it, and I think he's gonna hold ground, dude. I'm I'm hyped about it. But yeah, go, go on to the schedule. I'm uh, but the more I sit with this dude, the more uh, I'm I am really excited about everything. Honestly, I, I'm gonna be real honest. Like the pro am game really throws me off. I just wish that like Randall wasn't getting booed. And like he wasn't like doing all these all these weird things weren't happening because like it's like already like oh like I could let me be super optimistic about the season 
for now. You know what I mean? Like, let me erase that out of my memory and just be like, all right, like, if we don't want Mitchell, we'll be okay. If we get Mitchell, it's going to be awesome. We're not going to get fleeced. Like, let me just be optimistic about it on schedule day, dude. This is the time. Like, this is the time to be like, oh, all right, like, the Jets are going to make the playoffs. Knicks are going to win 50, right? Shout out to Holito from last year. Like, this is the time to be hyped, man. Let me be optimistic for, like, one minute. <laughs> for sure, it's time to be hyped. The one thing I will say to, to, to your point about maybe it's fair for Minnesota is that they already have a team in place with uh, Edwards and Cat, and you can even say D'Lo. And so adding Gobert, you just get more talent. Deal's whack. Yeah. To each their own. I think he's a solid player. <laughs> I think he would be traded, obviously, if there was a trade partner, but also if he wasn't Cat's boy. He'd be already gone. Probably. But still, even still, like, yes, he didn't perform in the playoffs, but I still more of a solid team than what the Knicks have going on right now. Oh, so yeah. That can be said for many teams. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> yeah. all I'm saying. Uh, but let's get on to the schedule, man, because it was released today. Finally, after just trickling out just Christmas Day, opening day, <laughs> we finally got the entire thing. And I love the way that the Knicks did it. They had Obi Toppin in that like old 80s, 90s commercial like uh tweet where he's just sleeping on the couch, looking at the schedule and they're breaking it all down in in, in, in 80s, 90s fashion with uh, with, with the 80s, like with, with, with like a flatter screen too. Like, you know what I mean? The, a flatter like appearance. And how they did it. Is this Tim Foyle hat season though? Because does that did that make you like pause for a second that it was Obi? No, I don't think no, 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 no. Uh, I look at it as just the media because the media team doesn't really know. They just ask for people to come through and just say, "Hey, we're going to use you as part of it." They like look. Even Frank was used in some uh, picks back in the day. It's like, oh, Frank's staying, and it's like, no, (laughs) he's not. They're just asking whoever's available, who's ever in the area, to be part of it. For their Listen, man, se- season ticket, like pictures and stuff make a difference. Like when they send pictures of like the, you know, the new season and players that show up, that, 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 those, those minute things make a huge difference. Like you don't think those players PR teams are going insane, you know, once anything comes out regarding. I think season tickets, when we talk about season tickets, like logos on season tickets, I can agree with that. I don't think for a tweet on just your schedule release makes okay. that much. Okay. Deal. Deal. I I'm can just throwing it that. out there. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay, so let's start it off with, because let's start. I, I guess let's start off with that the Knicks have they got fourteen games on prime time this season. All right, they got the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, the Orlando Magic, Boston Celtics, Brooklyn Nets, Utah Jazz, Golden State Warriors, Atlanta Hawks, Chicago Bulls, Golden State Warriors again, Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. You got Brooklyn Nets. You got LA Lakers. You got the Sixers again. You got the Celtics. You got the Lakers. And then you got the Magic. So both, both Lakers games. Yeah. A bunch of Philly games. So bunch of actually not 14, games. 16. I was off bunch by two. Of we got 16, 16 primetime games. If you consider NBA TV a primetime, uh, station. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we got 16 primetime games for the Knicks. And I want to start off with this one primetime game for the Utah Jazz, which is against the Knicks this season. And this is not to say that the, the Jazz stink or anything like that, but here comes a tinfoil hat, what John always enjoys. Why? And I'm going to put on my Brian Windhorse. Why would they do that? Why would the NBA schedule only one Utah Jazz primetime game on television? 
And it's first the Knicks. And it's first the Knicks. Why would they do that? Tell me, John. Why would they do that? Uh, likely because either the tension's going to be high between the Utah Yaz and the New York Knicks in November if there's no trade yet. Or it's Donovan Mitchell's return home to Utah. And hopefully they're wearing those disgusting yellow jerseys so I could just feel great beating them <laughs> uh, <laughs> when we're there. Either way, we're going to win that game. I feel bad for you, Jake Hatch. It's all good, bro. It's all good. <laughs> well, uh, he, Jake reported to us that Mitchell approved those jerseys. So, you know, to each their own with that. I hope they don't ask him about any New York Knicks jerseys, to be honest with you. He's going to start bringing back that bright green uh, St. Paddy's Day or that oh, bright orange. <laughs> I just think, I just think, when I think of that, I just think of Kryptonate Robinson and uh, the dunk competition. That's all I think about when I see those green jerseys. Uh, but I, I, I have a little bit of fonder memories of like the mellow days just playing. Yeah. But yeah, I feel you do. The Kryptonate is, is tough. That, but that, because that's the one that's probably the most common one that's Definitely. worn around. The slam you know, dunk, slam yeah. dunk contest, him getting knocked out. Shout out to Nate Robinson. Yeah. Dunking but, over, you know, jumping over Dwight Howard with the Superman cape. So, eh. But dude, speaking of, speaking of tinfoil hat stuff, I, I know we're the New York Knicks, right? And we're popular when it comes to money. And I guess popular when it comes to, you know, media in general. But to have both Lakers games where they're going to obviously be good. You know, LeBron just signed two years, a zillion dollars, right? With the option for the money to go up for the cap. I mean, he literally owns the Lakers. So you got the two Lakers games and the two Golden State games and the best two Philly like, games, the best teams in the East, like the Philly games, the, you know, presumably Brooklyn, if they keep their players, if not, it's just, you know, the, you know, the, the city game plus Boston. It, it's just interesting, dude. Like they, they have high hopes for us just looking at the schedule. You know what I mean? For and sure. I'm going to be honest with you, dude. Just just glancing at the schedule, haven't read anything about it. It looks like whoever did it wanted to be nice to the Knicks, you know, because the traveling, it looks pretty good. The matchups are spread out very well. There's no crazy gauntlet. I mean, it, it's actually the opposite. I, it's almost like they completely course corrected from last year. Like, remember last year we were talking about, oh my goodness, we have this crazy West Coast gauntlet coming up. We're so nervous about it. It was around the trade deadline. And now we have the complete opposite. From mm-hmm. January 26th to February 10th, if eight games all on the East Coast with one flight, and that's to Orlando. I mean, it depends if I fly into Boston, but I mean, th- that's pretty nice. And the all-star break, like we're going to be chilling for virtually most of the winter. I mean, that's pretty good for, for a team that had that crazy gauntlet. And then we have the Lakers and the Clippers in the same weekend. I mean, that's bonkers. Awesome for me. I'm definitely going to that. <laughs> I'm definitely going to spend the weekend uh, in L.A. watching the Knicks. I mean, it's pretty nice. They also have that Chicago. I don't think I've ever even seen this, though. Could you tell me if you've ever seen this before or from your memory at least? Never mind the Knicks, but any team at Chicago and then at Chicago again, the four, uh, 11, 14 and 11, 16, usually do like the home and home, you know, if that happens, but I've never seen like 
literally in a row in Chicago. I mean, at least it gets rid of the Chicago series for us, and we don't have to go back, you know, in, in midwinter to, to Chicago, which is not fun. But it's just, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, usually for that, it's like one is at the Garden and one is at the United United Center. But it's interesting how we're going to be at the United Center for two games, not necessarily back to backs because you got a day in between. But never seen. I don't remember the Knicks doing that before. I don't really remember another team doing that before. But I guess it's just a way to change it up. But hey, we played Chicago a lot within that time span because we got them the fourteenth, the sixteenth, and the twenty third. So we're getting we're getting a good dose of Chicago within the month of December, which and that's it, right? Uh, yeah, that's for sure. That's it. We just get I, we just, we just finish up Chicago real quick. So yep. you know you know what I'm saying it, it's pretty interesting. I don't even know if they're going to be healthy by then. I don't know. It, it's I feel like the the schedule makers were, were were extremely nice to the Knicks. Besides all the primetime games, which I know, for example, my dad he does not. He does not get excited about Nick's primetime games. He thought he thinks that's the worst case scenario. Right? And then me sitting here, I'm like, oh, I'm hyped. Like, besides the fact that I'm a Knicks fan and I like this, everyone complains, right? Everyone just wants something else, right? When they're watching MSG, they complain about the commentators. When they watch ESPN, NBA TV, TNT, ABC, they complain that they want the MSG commentators back, right? Because of Breen. Even if Breen is on those. So, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So... <laughs> Uh, oh, I, I get a little worried about the Knicks having to perform in prime time. And then, you know, if we're doing bad, it's it's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be one of those, you know, Charles Barkley sitting up there. If he doesn't if he move to Saudi Arabia, if he's still around, uh, do the live tour. Uh, if he's just sitting there and he's, you know, like, why are you putting the Knicks on TV right now? Like, why do I have to come to work and watch the Knicks? Like, you know, I, <laughs> I, I can agree with him. You know what I'm saying? If it's, we're sitting here in January. I mean, he's TNT, so. Yeah. yeah, sitting here in January versus the Lakers, January 31st versus the Lakers, and we're looking bad. He's going to be like, dude, what are we watching? <laughs> like, you know, if the Lakers mix up this past year, he's going to, like, abuse us. So that's always tough. But I'm excited about it, man. I'm excited about this schedule. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty favorable schedule for the Knicks right now in terms of, like, travel um, and just, like, the spread out. And, like, I feel like competition-wise, it's not – it's not like last season where we had a gauntlet, as you talked about, going out west and having to face this just these brutal, like overpowering teams. Like, sure, we have that right now. We get that out of the way early in the season. It's not, all right, we're going to try to figure this out, figure out this new team, and then have to go deal with that later in the season, which isn't a good look. We kind of get that out of the way right now. We get Utah, Denver, Golden State, Phoenix, and OKC to, to start things off. And OKC That's should nice. be. That's yeah. a nice West Coast trip. Yeah, OKC, really nice. you're, you're expecting OKC and Utah not to be in it. Denver is going to be good. Golden State's going to be good. Phoenix is going to be good. But those, but on the edges, it's like you should, as a Knicks team who's still developing, two and three should be the minimum coming out of there. Maybe you get lucky, you get go three and two, but that's how I'm looking at it right now. Especially since you got to start off with OKC and then end in end with Portland on the on the way back. We can't beat OKC though. <laughs> that's a, oh that's come a, on! Don't give me that now, man. Don't give me that now. We got a point guard, right? We got a point guard, so we get, we we should be good. We should be good for so this. Today. Hey, you forget Josh Giddy. Do I have to bring Holito on here to start screaming who at every single player on OKC? Who? Who? While Josh Giddy's like working us for a triple double. Josh Giddy and everybody. Chet Holmgren. Oh my god. 
They're going to be nice, dude. SGA. That's It'll be a fun team to watch. Team. It'll be a fun That's team to watch. That's my league pass team, 100. percent It'll be fun. That and Detroit. Detroit's going to be a fun team to watch too. Yeah, gonna... I'm rooting against them, obviously, because the Knicks. We have their yeah. draft picks for sure. But and speaking <laughs> and speaking about Detroit, let's get into like the home. Uh, let's get into the season opener. We got we start off the season going to Memphis, tipping off against uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. And that should be a good test to see where the Knicks stand to open up the season, right? The Grizzlies made it to the second round face, the Golden State Warriors. You know, John Morant, uh, wants to come back with a vengeance as, as well as the rest of that team. You got a triple J out there. Oh, he's got, hurt. Oh, right. He is hurt. That is right. He's hurt. Um, that was like my number one note because I specifically remember him. Oh, like I was at that Memphis Knicks game. He absolutely owned us like he literally owned the Knicks mm-hmm. uh, I think that's a pretty big loss for them to be honest with you especially starting this sure season. yeah no doubt I mean not having I mean it was Triple J John Moran we're talking about Dylan Brooks you know these are guys that are all you need you need the entire you need the entire roster for the Memphis Grizzlies to go this is not where you could just rely on John Morant They're they need the outside bad. shooting they need they need uh Triple J's versatility a- as a big man can I tinfoil hat for a second? I know sure. we said that a lot in this episode, but I don't, I, 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 this isn't winning picks weekly. You should definitely tune into that if you're not subscribed already on this YouTube. Uh, the videos are there. Uh, it's on all audio listening platforms, but I'm taking the under on the Memphis Grizzlies, dude. That they have no depth. Uh, it, it depends how long JJJ's out, but Jake Larvia, that's their power forward. Brandon Clark behind them, Zaire Williams, John Concher. I mean, Tyus Jones is okay, but their depth is pretty bad. I, I don't, I don't know. And you just said they have high expectations. They were a great team last year. Stephen Adams, another year, uh, you know, under his belt. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm not as high on, uh, on the Memphis Grizzlies in general. I'm not like, of course, game one's game one, right? Like, you know, things are, uh, you know, we smacked the Boston Celtics last year in the garden and threw a parade uh, on the street, you know, and I was there and it was amazing <laughs> Like because we won an overtime. Like that was an amazing game. That felt like uh, three centuries ago. Evan Fournier was the king. He was like, oh, my God, what I get myself into? Everything. And, so, and so was Julius Randle. Don't forget, both of them dropped like 30, 40 points that night. They life, both... was, life was amazing that day. And look oh, where yeah. we are. You know what I'm saying? Things change quickly. So who knows what, you know, game one. But in general, just since we're talking about the schedule and the season, I'm not worried about Memphis. If we can beat them game one, oh, man, we'll be ready to roll here. It's possible. The first game without Jay, like, I don't know. It'll be know. interesting. It'll and be and interesting. it's prime time. Prime time game. Prime yeah. time game, Memphis yeah. with no depth. It's going to be exciting. Jalen Brunson plays good against Memphis. You know what I mean? We actually have a real point guard to go against John Morant. It's the first yep. time ever. Usually we're like, oh, God, John Morant's going to kill us. Now we got Jalen Brunson. I'm, I'm okay. The question is, you know, you still got Desmond, Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, they talked about Steven Adams. You got Danny Green on the t- team. You got Tyus Jones, you got Brandon Clark. You still got a solid team over there that you have to be prepared for. So it'll be a good, it'll be a good measure to see where the Knicks are. Danny Green's hurt. Is he hurt too? I thought yeah. he was fine. No, I'm pretty sure Danny Green's hurt. I thought Danny Green was healthy. No, I'm pretty sure he's out until like, for like a long time, honestly. But go ahead. Keep going. But yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, they got depth, man. They got depth if they're all healthy by the start of the season. Dude, he tore his ACL in May. He, what? It's on. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, forget Danny Green, bro. Danny Green's probably out till April. Mm. Yeah. 
Well then, make so it, we can it, be, it's we it's like a, like a fair competition for the New York Knicks then. So we like fair competition for the New York Knicks then. But the next one where we got the actual Knicks home opener on my birthday against the Detroit Pistons. Oh, here we go. We got the New York Knicks facing the Detroit Pistons October 21st in the Garden. Young and up-and-coming team. This should be an interesting matchup, considering that we helped them get the center that they wanted. We tried to trade for uh, uh, Jay and Ivy. Didn't work out. So you know there's uh, you know there's some tension over there, I guess, that the media is going to hype up. Um, it'll be a good battle, man. It'll be a good battle. I, I would hope the Knicks win that one. Just because, uh, it's Detroit. They're a younger team, but you never know. Kay Cunningham will be in the building. Jaden Ivey. You got Sadiq Bay. All right. It'll be a good one, man. Jalen, well, you got Jalen Duran out there. It'll be a good one. It'll be a good, it'll be a good, uh, yeah, we, bet, be a good we, we, we have a lot to prove in this Detroit, Orlando, Charlotte homestand to start off after this Memphis random Memphis game. Get them out of the way. They're injured. Prime time. Their home opener, they think it's – it feels like a like a out-of-conference game where they're scheduling an easy game and, you know, we're going to come in and actually beat them because we improved over the last year. Like, that's what it feels like, to be honest with you, because we're definitely going to be underdogs in that game. And then we go, we come home, we got this – like, I was talking about the end of the schedule, but, you know, this is a nice place to start, dude. Detroit, Orlando, Charlotte. Like, we have to, we have to show them who's boss, to be honest with you. Like, I don't want to be – meddling with these teams like Charlotte speaking of depth they can't be in our league like we have to you know show some dominance over Charlotte they owned us last year but the players that owned us aren't there anymore <laughs> you know what I mean they're all so you know they all have off the field issues and Harold and uh, Bridges we should definitely be Charlotte man Orlando when we have Fournier we know how we feel about Orlando they got the number one pick they're young just like Detroit like both of these teams are young we should beat young teams, like young 100%. Eastern Conference teams that are our competition. To that, these games are going to mean a lot. And one team that's not going to be complacent walking into this season, I can promise you that, is the New York Knicks. Everybody's butt is on the line. Whether it's Jalen Brunson, uh, kind of giving me Carl Lawson vibes from the Jets, where he wants to prove that he's worth the, the contract that he, that he signed, and he hears all you know the rumbling about how he's not worth it, not good, etc. So uh, he has a fire under his butt, even though he signed the contract, at least at the moment, right? We got RJ Barrett, who is either looking for the extension or ha- would have gotten the extension going in. He's going to want to prove it, right? That he's one of the best players in the league. He's getting snubbed everywhere. We know that. Randall, whether he's trying to get this rotation, right? We know about all the young guys. Mitch Robinson, maybe hopefully trying to prove that he's, you know, worth it also. That's maybe the one iffy mark here, me being optimistic, but. We should we should really make a statement here uh, for for Detroit, Orlando, Charlotte. I, you were talking about two and three with the West Coast trip. I'm not going to go that far. I, I think they're pretty good teams. From these three, we better go two of three. We better go two of three. And then if we're starting off the the year with three wins and one loss because of Memphis. Uh, I'm I'm really happy with the vibes of this team, and that's why I'm saying if the if the trade is not reached by then, right? Because we're talking right now as if you know the roster is the same. The price goes, you know, the price of these players, their stock goes up, 
mm-hmm. you know, the, the actual trade for Mitchell goes down. So it's really two-sided here. One, we're going to be good. We're straight. The Knicks, you know, could, we have a lot of depth here. We can smack these teams. Like, we have depth. That's the one thing we have, for sure. Uh, undisputed. Completely objective. We have depth. Maybe too much depth. At least two of the four teams in the first four games don't. Plus, we have the other two teams are rookies, right? They're led by rookies or sophomores. So I'm excited before we get into Milwaukee, Cleveland, Atlanta, Philly, Boston, Minnesota, because then we're, then we're and in Brooklyn. The, like that, it's, that's, then that's, we're the grunt of the NBA. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now we're in it. So, yep. No, for uh, sure. We need, to, we need to start off strong. Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100% with all of that. So we need, the Knicks need to start off strong. Schedule looks pretty solid. Uh, are there any, let me ask you, are there any, games that you're circling on this schedule before we wrap this segment up? Well, I I mentioned a lot of like the notes I had, but just in terms of games I'm circling, I mean, I'm again, I'm hyped that we have a lot of primetime games at home, right? Not just on the road, like Orlando at home, Boston at home, Mm -hmm. Atlanta at home, Golden State at home, Philly at home twice. Mm -hmm. And then the Lakers, like that's awesome. You know what I mean? Like in terms of just being a Knicks fan. Uh, uh, so I'm circling all, all of those games. Mm-hmm. But to be honest with you, a, a rando game that I'm circling and I know, I don't feel confident about it. I'm telling you right now, I don't feel confident about, you know, how, how we're going to fare out in this game, but I'm really looking forward to it. Is that March 18th, Saturday matinee versus Denver? Mm. Denver coming in. Um, we're going to be just coming off a West Coast trip, right? Sacramento, the Clippers, Lakers at Portland, come back. And it's really like th- this is like the stretch, right? Like the stretch to the end of the season. So we got Denver and Minnesota and then the East basically, right? Sparkle, uh, you know, throw in Houston, whatever. So uh, I'm excited about that Denver game. I always look, in, I always look forward to Denver. You know, at home versus the Knicks. It's one of my favorite games to go to. I love watching the Joker. So, to me, like, just, you know, pure basketball fan, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm looking forward to Zion in February, uh, mm-hmm. February 25th. Zion back. I was at the Zion game. Uh, that was sick. Uh, mm-hmm. It was like a Sunday game. Everyone was hyped. I think that was the first time we ever wore the Kith jerseys. So, that, you know, it was even sicker. You know what I mean? Like, it was, that was such a good atmosphere. We won. He went nuts. Uh, he had a crazy dunk too, so that would be fun. But that's about it. Like the primetime games, of the, I'm just an NBA fan, you know what I mean? So I'm just, you know, hoping, hoping that maybe somehow we have some fun Sunday games that coincide with Jets games, but I'm not going to get into that too much. Like when we have like, you know, a Knicks game and a Jet, the Jets play on the same day. You know, there's a couple Sunday ones we win. I get hyped about that, but I won't bore you too much about that. So I, I, that kind of like New York stuff like gets me so super hyped. Like, okay, if we have like, you know, the October 30th game, if like the Yankees are still in the playoffs because the World Series goes all the way into November this year, so you know that's a Sunday. We got, you know, the the Jets are playing. We got the Knicks playing. Like that stuff excites me. Like if all three of my teams are somehow playing at the same time. Like the Rangers got a game. Like that stuff is cool. Mm. That stuff is cool for me. So that'd that, be cool. Know, yeah. Those are the yeah. schedule tidbits from a 
you know, a total sports nerd. Like that's that's the stuff I like. All right. Something I'm actually seeing right now is that we only have five matinee games starting at like one one thirty this entire season, which is good for the Knicks because we haven't been good. We stink. I know. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Stink. It's not going to fare well. We like, oh my we god, stink. was that the Hornets? Game it was weird, man. Because two seasons ago, murdered. Two seasons ago, we were good during matinee games. I think we won almost damn near every matinee game. Then last season, we lost damn near every matinee game. We were Literally. back to where we were supposed to be. We only got five matinee games this season, which is nice because the Knicks don't seem to be up and ready to take on their opponents around that time. That looks good for them. I noticed that. Things that I see, another thing that I see that really intrigues me is that we have Indiana in the back half of the schedule. Once January comes around, yeah. we see Indiana, and we get Indiana as the last game of the season. As a matinee, which interesting that they chose that. But, you know, two games before that, we face Indiana as well. That's huge. I see, I see that, I see that the, I see that the schedule makers are trying to, they're trying to do something here. I think Indiana and the Knicks are going to be in that play in bubble. If this roster stays as is, I see them competing as like play in. I see where this could get some good revenue next to the Atlanta Hawks, man. That the Atlanta Hawks, the way that they chose it, like when they're scheduling, Atlanta Hawks and Indiana games and how they're doing it. They gave us Atlanta to start off the season and then we overlap with Indiana and Atlanta, uh, for this back half. But I see what they're doing here. I see what they're Atlanta doing here. in the back half. The Atlanta in the back half is, uh, the end February. The, yeah. The end February. So that's the back with also, uh, January. They got two in the, uh, they got one yeah. in January, one in February. So they're trying to overlap the, the rivalry histories with us, especially with Miami as well in the late, in the late, the, the latter half of the season. That's what I'm noticing based on how this schedule is done. So no they, MLK you know, game this year. That's kind of weird. We play it. We play all around it. That's yeah. Interesting. All around it. We're not on MLK, which is it's okay. We got, we got Christmas day against the 76ers. How do you feel about that, man? How do you feel about the 76ers Christmas day matchup? Okay, first of all, I'm really hyped that we're back on Christmas. Okay, I don't, again, I, we were back on Christmas last season too against the Hawks. Oh yeah, that's right. I was I was out of the country, so I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> I honestly forgot. <laughs> but wait, is that the Kemba game? That was the Kemba game. Oh yeah, because I remember I remember landing uh, in Africa and my phone going off from you, and I don't know what time it was or what's going on. And I was like, oh yeah, the Christmas game because I was traveling. Well, there was a there was a there was a couple things. There was the there was the there was the Feeny game. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's touchdown. right. No, that was Feeney. It was, um, McDermott. McDermott, thank you. Thank you. It was, it was McDermott. The right for the Jets. And then you had Kemba Walker as you're out of the, we're, we're not around, man. Weird things happen on this podcast. <laughs> that's what happens. But we uh, so had we McDermott, we had Kemba Walker there. going off. So we also play on St. Paddy's there. We're just talking about the green jerseys. Uh, we're, we're, we're off. Don't bring them too. back. Don't do We're talking about Christmas. I mean, at the moment, I anticipate going. To the game, so I'm excited. You always show up for Philly too. You always show up for a Philly game. Well, listen, man, getting tickets in the Garden on Christmas is tough. That's like honestly one of the benefits for season tickets, like playoff tickets and like big games like this, where it's going to be incredibly overpriced if you try to uh, buy it off the secondary market and it entices people to sell them because you know the people are going to buy it for such a high price. But I'm excited to just wake up on Christmas because we usually have the Christmas Eve party here at my mm-hmm. house. Right, so have the Christmas Eve party, wake up in the morning, super early, go into the city on Christmas Day, noontime, watch the Knicks versus Philly. I mean, 
I love it. Like Embiid, you know what I mean? I, I hope, I hope we get really cool Knicks Christmas jerseys. My favorite Knicks Christmas jersey so uh, to this day is the blue one with the orange script. Uh, oh, that's New York. Nice. That's yep. my favorite. My favorite commercial is the the one where the, a bunch of the players like Harden, Steph Curry, uh, LeBron, Melo, the Jingle the Bell. Yeah, the threes. That was sick. Even how they made it was sick too, because they actually did shoot the shot. Don't forget, Derrick Rose was in that one too, man. Derrick Rose. Rose, yeah, hell yeah. So that one was like, I, I'm, 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 I like that stuff. As for the actual game. <laughs> Uh, man, I hope we're good. I hope I, 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 mean, I Philly, hope we're good too, man. I think it's it, like Philly's tough. Like I hope it's a star-studded matchup. Like you know Mitchell, Bronson, Embiid. Like I hope it's fun. You know what I mean? But Embiid prime time right in front of my face. <laughs> it's gonna be a noon time on Christmas Day. I mean, that's what that's what being like that's what being a Knicks fan is all. That's the hoopla. Like everyone says, dude, what's the point? Why are you a Knicks fan? So dumb. Why are you spending all this money? You know, and then on top of that, personally, like, why are you doing this podcast? Why? You, why do you have clothes? Like, why do you read it? Why do you write it? Like, you know, what's the point of all it? And what's the hottest ticket in New York City? Like, like, forget the primetime games that the NBA decides. You know, is a hot ticket already. If you if you try to buy road games, you better know someone that has season tickets or some access because you, you're going to overpay if it's a Nick game. But like. Christmas Day in New York City at noontime where nothing, literally nothing is open. The hottest ticket in town is going to be the Knicks playing at noon, no matter what their record is, to be honest with you. And then the other side, I think it's, it's just funny. I mean, this is like the Dolan thing. We got the Rockettes going at City Hall, which is also owned by the Knicks, right? Everybody's at Rockefeller Center. Like everything's just Knicks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everything is just, I don't know. So... That stuff. That, that's why you do it. It's the hottest ticket in town, man. And I, I, I think I think that's really cool. I'm happy we're back. I'm happy it's not versus Atlanta, to be honest with you. And the fact that it's versus Philly means somebody somewhere thinks we're going to be a real team. You know what I mean? Because Atlanta yes. was based off of a rivalry that we made up. Like we have animosity that we made up. You know what I mean? Because of like they beat us in the playoffs, and Trey Young scores a lot in Madison Square Garden. Like that's really where it came from. So yeah, it felt forced. They they were forced. It's manufactured. I mean, it is manufactured based on a playoff series. You know what I mean? And I, I don't think that Knicks Philly is manufactured at all. Like that's just like they're supposed to be rivals. If they're both good, they're gonna be rivals. And let's hope they make it a good game. It's New York and Philly, man. New York and Philly as a as a rivalry is like goes back to the to the dawn of time. I mean, if you're especially you know not like if you're a Yankees fan, it's, it's Boston. If you're a Mets fan, it's Philly. You know what I mean? Like that's that's yeah, that's Giants. It's yeah, Philly. Giants goes to Philly. Rangers. Yep. Exactly. Flyers. Exactly. You get it. So Philly, it, it's already it's a natural born animosity. Okay, so I think it's a good one. But we get Boston throughout the other <laughs> throughout the other parts of the season, so that'll be good. I'll be attending a couple of those as well. This is a, this is, a, this oh, is yeah. a good schedule, man. Overall, I think this is a good schedule for the Knicks. Um, Are you right about those games? Is that the games you circle? Yeah, Boston. Like when they come to town, just because you know, living out here, gotta make sure I check the Knicks, and it's cheaper tickets than going to MSG. I look, I look at that. I'm circling the Detroit game for my birthday. I'm trying to see if I can be down for that one. The Indiana stuff. Telling you those are the things I'm looking at. Putting us uh, against Brooklyn on prime time. I think they're doing that one because 
if they're they're probably banking on one Donovan Mitchell being a Nick and two KD and Kyrie are still on the team as of right now. So I think they're circling that as well. And they're trying to f- bring up that's another manufactured rivalry that they're trying to to make happen between Knicks and Nets as like uh Knicks and Hawks. Like it, they they're just trying to amp that one up and it's easy to do so cuz we're in the same city. We're in the we're we're talking about right over the bridge. So these are things I'm high, uh, I'm circling on the schedule. Happy that we don't have that many matinee games, but I think this is overall like a well-balanced schedule. I don't think it's too overpowering in one section. I think it's pretty even out. I think the Knicks are going to, we'll see where the Knicks stand at it towards the, towards the end. Um, also, we, got that, we got the New Year's Eve game at Houston. That one's cool. Mm-hmm. 6 p.m. New Year's Eve. Like, yeah. uh, you know, hopefully Knicks win <laughs> right before, you know, right before you probably start heading over to your New Year's Eve plans. That's fun. Then you got, I, then you got, I th- then you got your, like, your kind of New Year's Day off on a Monday, uh, January 2nd, uh, against, uh, against Phoenix. That'll be a brutal matchup. Your day off probably from work. You exactly. know, you, you got, you got a little matinee. I count that as a matinee. Uh, yeah, home yeah, versus yeah. Phoenix. That's yeah, a fun yeah. one, actually. Oh, I didn't, I didn't pick that one up. That's a nice one. That's a fun game. Yeah, this is a good schedule, man. This is a good schedule. It's not like last season where you look at it, you're like, good ward. Listen, and, and we got two games, two games in Miami in the winter, both in the, both in March, right? One's a Wednesday, which is kind of whack. But there's a Friday game. You know what I'm saying? You, you go out to Miami early Friday, go out to the Knicks Heat game, enjoy the beach for the weekend when it's freezing here probably in March. It's not bad. I mean, that's why I'm, I'm, I could not be more thankful that the Clippers Lakers are both weekend games in March. That's my birthday weekend too. Speaking of birthdays, I mean, it's perfect. I already booked my flight, already got those tickets. I'm super hyped. I mean, I'm pissed that I'm actually, yeah, I'm pissed that like I wish Sacramento was, was the opposite way because that's on my actual birthday. I'm not going to Sacramento for my birthday. But if it was like the opposite way, like if it was like the week after, but you know, beggars can't be choosers. I'm hyped. Clippers, Lakers, back to back in the crypto center. It's going to be sick, dude. At New Orleans, if you want to make it out in April, that should, I've never been to New Orleans, but that, that, that could be cool too, especially if it's a big, you know, uh, game for playoff implications. That'd be sick. King Smoothie Center is all right. I've been down there. It's a cheap, it's, right? It was cheap. It was super cheap when I went. I was there when it was Anthony Davis. So I got to catch the, the Pelicans versus the Bucks. Giannis was a rookie. I think Anthony Davis was a sophomore in the league and it was 2014. I got, I was on sports center top 10 because I was sitting baseline. Uh, and I sat baseline like, like five to eight rows back for 80 bucks. 80 bucks baseline, dude. You, Insane how cheap those tickets were. That's that, that's Insane. cheaper than like regular Yankees tickets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's crazy, <laughs> super yes. crazy. But hey, the schedule, like I said, it's pretty solid. It's not overbearing at any part part of the season. Um, I like it for the Knicks. Let's 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 touch on another topic, and uh, and 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 then wrap this thing up, man. It's it's a fun one. We got to see uh my boy. Uh your boy, I guess too. We got to see the the culture setter two years ago. You know who I'm talking about. We got to see the culture setter on a podcast talk about how he was how he was key 
how he uh, was key. I'm about to say, I have no idea what you're talking about. Now I do. Okay, I got you. you know, yeah, how he was key <laughs> and how 95% uh, of the team wanted him back, the execs, and then the 5% was, was out on him, man. They were out on him. He's on the, he's on, he's on the, the Dallas Knicks. He's on the Dallas Knicks, sadly. Sadly, he is on the Dallas Knicks. I'm not too happy about it. For all of you who don't know who I'm talking about, and if you don't know who I'm talking about, that's wild. But I'm talking about one Theo Pinson. <laughs> Theo. Tar Heel Pinson. <laughs> Tar Heel Pinson, man. I wish man, he was back, man. Who, uh, who, who, who would have thought that, that, that Brooklyn net Theo Pinson would be doing this to you, Alex? It's crazy. He, he played oh, for yeah. the Brooklyn Nets and he played for Dallas. And look at you. Look at you upset over Theo. Because he said a culture, man. I mean, <laughs> it was infectious. It was infectious. I think people realize, like, it was Wayne Selden that was chosen over him, which was just it's a wild thought to begin with because Wayne Selden then got cut. And Baron Hunt was the, the, next, the next guy who, who came on up. But, I mean, we kind of saw it. Last season, didn't have that same energy, didn't have that same excitement, needed it. You talk about Reggie Bullock too, but I think Theo Pinson for culture and just keeping everyone motivated, keeping one's spirits high. That's very important, man, to enjoy where you, you work and have someone that can just make you smile and enjoy your day in the office. So <laughs> Theo, come back. Come back. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure someone else said, that, you know, the Knicks wanted it for chemistry reasons. We kind of like, I mean, you definitely did not. I will speak for myself. I kind of maybe underestimated it a little bit. But, you know, as time goes on and as we saw what happened after, and honestly, if you even tune it back to the mellow years, right? Anytime the mellow teams were good, it was, the culture was great. But then it's almost a chicken and the egg, right? Like what comes first, winning or good culture, right? If you're winning, everybody's going to be happy. The second you start losing, everything's going to implode on itself. You know what I mean? So what comes first? Who knows? But speaking of chemistry, uh, we we didn't mention this, but we we, kind of mentioned the word jerseys. And we mentioned Knicks jerseys. We mentioned Christmas jerseys. We mentioned the Utah Yellows. We saw that teams like Milwaukee going like identical back to the 90s retros. How about the Wizards, man? Those Wizards, wizards going back to the those 90s. Are, those are fly, man. I liked it. I liked it too, y'all. The Jordan slash Agent Zero slash Antoine Jameson Wizards jersey. Yep. I liked them. Do you think? Do you think, man? Do you think it's going to happen? If it happens, our, man. Our 99, 2000 Knicks jerseys? If we get that back, baby, I am buying one instantaneously. It, it's not, it won't even be a second thought. I will buy one immediately. I hope we get it, man. I really hope we get it. It needs to can come I, back. Can I make one stylistic change? And probably nobody cares about it, but I 100% know I'm not going to get my way. I'm going to be slightly ticked off about it, but I still put it out there right now. All right, let's hear with it. With the 99 2000 jersey with the black on the side and everything, it's all good. Just don't give me a V-neck. Just make it a circle. Like, like the V-neck is so weird. Like even when you go like on the resells, they're all V-necks. It's just weird. I, I I don't know. Like something about a basketball. Like just make it a normal, like the champion ones. Yeah. Just make it the circle. Like I, I know I'm not gonna get my way, right? I'm hundred percent sure that even if they do it, it's gonna be something wrong with it. But I'm hoping for that. And 
I mean, I'm, I, it's hard to put you on the spot and say, what do you want in a Christmas jersey? But I re- I'm really hoping for a, a really cool Christmas jersey. And it sucks because we didn't make the playoffs. We don't get, like, the Nike statement jerseys, right? They make a, they make a new jersey that you make the playoffs. I mean, I guess we have Kith anyway. <laughs> they, they make a new jersey, so it's like, well, you know, whatever. But I don't know. I'm just... Just talking jerseys. <laughs> this is this, this hey, is talking jerseys. This is talking jerseys are look, jerseys. man. <laughs> jerseys are look. It's jerseys are fly, man. And you want to be able to rep your team proudly and see that they're being rep proudly by something cool, make them feel swagged and decked out. Because I'm off on the black court. I'm off on that. I don't want to see black court anymore, man. Yeah, I like it's too it. much Halloweeny in there. It's weird. It looks mm. cool on TV. It's just weird in there, man. It doesn't feel like I'm at a Knicks game. It feels mm. like I don't know. It's weird. I'll say this though. About the jerseys, the 99, 2000 jerseys. I hope when they do the black trimming, it's not as wide. I hope it's a little bit more tailored as they had when Mello was first here with Stat. Cause that black on the side was very thin, if you remember. Oh, uh, okay. I, I, I like the big one, but it doesn't matter to me. It's, it's, it. I don't care. I'll still like get one either, either way. Yeah. Either way, I'm still getting one, but I'm just saying that's the only thing. Hopefully the Knicks do bring that back out. Everyone's been asking for that jersey. Come on, man. We need him back. We need him back. Get rid of the Knicks jersey with the Jordan Jordan symbol on it. I'm kind of done. Yeah, we don't need that. I mean, I think that was the statement, so I think we're good. Those were the statement jerseys, so we don't don't need that. New York with the Jordan. Come on. I actually did like the all-white 75th anniversary jersey. I don't know why they stopped using those. I actually did like those. I know Don was I just don't like that the shorts were shiny. It's weird. Shiny now we're just shorts. being fashion critics. Now we're just being fashion critics. Well, I'm trying to buy them. I'm not being fashion critics. I'm trying to purchase them. And I'm but that is, but I'm, just, I'm just joking around, man. Now I don't want them critics. to be shiny. I want them to be like that, like normal, like 90s material. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. Like that mesh. But anyway, this is talking jerseys. Everybody else is making cool ones. I just want the Knicks to make I mean, The Jets ruined my life with that. We know that. The Yankees are never going to change. So we, it's really, you know, the Rangers. Don't do anything either. So it's just really up to the New York Knicks and the NBA. You know, so we, this Knicks, we're help us home. out, man. Swag us out. Give me that 99-2000 jersey, man. That'd be so sick, especially on these primetime games. Swag um, us out. Swag us out. in a ninety-four Starks jersey. <laughs> oh, I said it. Oh, I my went there. God. My favorite player too. I went there. Oh man, here we go. <laughs> I'm not even going to touch that subject. Good place, we're then. We're gonna leave. We're gonna leave that at. We're gonna leave that out there in, <laughs> in, in the atmosphere. Just let it out there in the atmosphere. Just let it. Just let it float. We're just letting it float. Hey, just, records are records. Numbers no, numbers never lie. As uh, Michael Smith and Jamal Hill, Jamal Hill used to say when we were when we were adolescents growing up, Alex. <laughs> numbers never lie. Numbers never lie. But hey, man. This has been a good show. Uh, I think this is a good place to end it. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in for the next episode of the Knicks, Jets, Etc. podcast. You know what to do. On whatever audio listening platform you listen to us, please make sure to subscribe. And even if you subscribe to one of those audio listening platforms, please make sure to go over to the YouTube channel and subscribe over there. That way you can see these, these, these handsome faces. Okay. And it's just free to do so. It helps us out when you make sure, when you subscribe and Make sure to check out the other podcast, Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, our guy and host Chip Murphy. If you like sports betting, these guys got you covered. Make sure to check them out. Big Ten, Make- ACC, Bulls Amen. Conference is coming right up. 
It's all coming up. Make tune sure to in. tune in. You gotta tap in if you want to place your bets in. You gotta get those futures going. Gotta get those futures going. And then make sure to follow us on all social media platforms, okay? Make sure to check out. That way you get, our, get the latest updates, see what we're sharing. All right, we keep you entertained in more ways than one. So make sure to follow us, follow us all over there. And thank you to our listeners again for tuning in for another next episode of the Knicks Jetsix Era podcast. We out. Let's go Knicks. Give me those jerseys. Oh, Yankees are in a rain delay. Ugh. Let's go Knicks. <laughs> <laughs>